electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-market does turn negative here as the headline CPI runs hot, up 5-4 year on year. You got earnings season officially kicking off with J.P. Morgan and Delta, 10-year near 159. Fed funds futures now close to pricing in a first rate hike as soon as September. Our roadmap begins with the kickoff to earnings season. B of A, BlackRock, Delta all beat, uh, but investors also closely watching inflation forecasts. Plus, broken supply chain, Moody's warning of dark clouds ahead, and the White House brokering a deal to help keep Key Westport coasts open 24-7. And beam me up, Scotty, legendary Star Trek actor William Shatner, set to become the oldest person to fly to space as Blue Origin sets to lift off uh, in the next hour. Let's talk some J.P. Morgan, uh, though, uh, Jim. A pretty nice beat, $2 billion of reserve releases, average loans up 6 uh, that's going to be an interesting story to tell. Uh, I'm sick of the following. They put a great number. You look at it in a vacuum. Seems really strong. Investment banking really strong. Assets gathering really strong. Obviously, the M&A is strong. I mean, you know, the credit card looks strong. And then you start hearing things where, see, this, the stock goes up, and then it starts ticking down. Now, suddenly, everyone's looking at how credit card's weakening. Can people just understand, and David, you know this better than anyone, that this is a stock that has a history of opening up and then going down. Yeah. And we are part of that history once again. <laughs> uh, there are people who keep these statistics, but I can't remember a quarter, re- quarterly report from J.P. Morgan where the stock moved higher, or at least higher in a significant way, maybe by pennies. Uh, but there is rarely a positive response, it seems, to their numbers, despite the fact that we typically sit here and say these look pretty good. Well, it's been a good stock going into the quarter. Not it had a great move, but there's a recognition when we start getting there that you know what, this company is not a member of Fang. This company is not a super high tech HubSpot company. It's an old good company, and when you have comments like Jamie is given the other day about how Bitcoin is worthless, I mean the world is flat. About I, I, I work there. I'm trying to get my Bitcoin moved over to J.P. Morgan. Why? Because then I know it'll exist. It won't just like go away. In the meantime, he tells me it's a fraud. Now, we have to stop with this J.P. Morgan obsession because it does have a higher price earnings multiple. But, David, these numbers are excellent, and it means nothing to the market. So what does that say? I'm not sure what it says. I would point out, though, that there is a period of time after they report earnings, typically when the stock starts to move up, because right. you wouldn't have a stock that's up 64% over the last well, 12 months. You know what plan that, you know that, what period that is? I'm going to explain to David the way it works. What's going to happen? You want to focus here for a second? I'm listening. I was also what, reading what Jamie had to say. Well, that, well he, uh, he doesn't help the stock I'm, at all. I'm doing both. Um, what happens is by this time next week, we realize it was the best of the quarters. And we thought. I've been, I used to say to um, my friend, Mr. Evangelisti, uh, Joe, it's Trish, Trish on now, um, that, Joe, 
Delay your reporting for one week. Joe was the, was the concierge. This is great. You know, we all know Joe. Yes, I mean, head of Corpcom. Yeah, a lot he's of got a place near me in, uh, in uh, Ocean Grove. He's dynamite. And, and he, I used to say, just report a week from now, and everyone will realize that you're the best. And he would laugh. But the, the fact is, is that they are the best. And when we see a week from now, we'll say, why did we sell it? And then people start buying it again. So, you know, uh, yeah, investment banking up 45. Uh, oh, look at that. Combined debit and credit card spend now up 25 <laughs> over 2019. And Q1, it was up only 10 from those levels. It's but a Jim, fintech. But to David's point, KBE is once again at some uh, resistance levels. It's been hard to p- break through. I know. Uh, it, it's discouraging to me. And then we'll get Johnson & Johnson. The stock will be up five. Same, same price levels. Remember, why will be up five? Well, because people because the stock had sold down in anticipation. So we had JP Morgan going up, up, up. And now we realize, well, it was going up because of this. And then it, you know what JP Morgan is not, David? What? It's not a meme stock. No, it is not. And nor will it ever be, would be my it's guess. It's a real company. Not the oldest bank, by the way. I don't know if you heard it. It's Bank of New York. No. I was aware of that. I was started by uh, the guy who's buried not far from here. I went to see his grave yesterday. You did? Yes, he did. Yeah. Alexander Hamlin. Yeah, well, I right pa- across the street. Yeah, I passed by it pretty regularly. Yeah, I just felt like I wanted to go see it too. a little because yeah. I was starting to lose faith in capitalism. Oh, did you spend a little time? I did. Commune with him? He, he was also killed about 10 minutes from where I was, you know. We hawked in New Jersey, right? Yeah. And I realized. Did he communicate but, anything to you? Anything you want to share? What, you mean a kind of a. Yeah. What is it? Kind like of an mind? occult thing? <laughs> you mean like, like save the whales? Like, you know, because of Shatner? We'll get to him later, but yeah. No, he didn't communicate right. to me. I don't do that. I just, Did he whisper save capitalism, Jim? He just reminded me that how this country was built, and you have to be a little tougher. Uh, he was tough. Yeah. But also, remember, he wrote pamphlets under not his name, someone else's name. The Reynolds pamphlet. Yes, the Reynolds pamphlet, which is not unlike what ATT with that channel that they have. O-M. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. C-A-T-T, Dim? Uh, starting to make a comeback, isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry, no. He's like Ahab with a whale, except AT&T is his whale. I am a little Ahab. Yeah. Just call me Ishmael. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are call me eagerly focused on at and Well, it's, it's one of the largest lo- stocks. By the way, they love, I'll, let me tell you, they love that. They really, they, they do. Oh, I, you yeah. know, they a lot of the companies, when I focus on them yeah, a lot, they, yeah, like City during the period when they were like dancing makes, musical chairs, makes them so they happy. like it. They, I think they called oh, my, my French oh, FML yeah. about no, they, it. They really are so pleased. Well, um, back to back to the banks for a moment, if oh, I might. Okay. Re- reserve release, never viewed that positively. No one market. likes that. Even though it, it is a positive. I mean, it's not a negative. They're what, people obviously say, saying why we they, don't need to have as much that? reserves because of credit qualities. Yeah. Look at that, will you? Yeah. It's well, a hoax. Jamie himself said years ago, don't, you know, I, I don't count him either. So he's sort of discounted reserve. Jamie, is Jamie saying, is he doing that stuff? You know, that what? stuff where it's like, stuff. yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm really proud. America's but, great. Well, we got the, a fortress balance is, sheet. Uh, the line is, you know, good growth, the dampening effect of the Delta variant, uh, and yes. supply chain disruptions, which Distru- he said know, yesterday. Consumer may be weakening. Yeah, but he thinks supply chain disruptions will be a thing of the past well, come temporary. next year. Temporary. Right. By the way, we're past temporary when it comes to inflation, right? You've well, you seen, saw you, Bostick yes. has a, Bostick's a transitory headlock. jar. Yes. He's Every like, time he says the word, got to put a dollar. Do you admit that I won the argument then? Did, Bud Light. That t- started Bud taking Light. place about a year ago? Bud Light. Transitory is a drinking game. Oh. We have to drink Bud Light every time it's said. Got it. You know, you get up being smashed for mad money. You have to drink a lot of Bud Light. I know. I, yeah, it's going to switch to Coors Light. 
Yeah. Of course, having a better quarter than people realize, by the way. Well, we're going to talk stars upgrade uh, today. That's very good. Uh, um, constellation. Guys, before we move on from banking, I mean, investment banking, you, you saw the How numbers. How fabulous from, was it? And by the way, you saw the Jeffries quarter, which is typically Richard kind of, Handler, a little bit again, of a tell. And that again. stock's up 100%. But we'll see what we get from Goldman. We'll see what we get from Morgan Stanley. We Remember, got from course, HubSpot, David. We got a Morgan, HubSpot analyst meeting yesterday. Why don't you Morgan get Stanley with the program? HubSpot? Oh, my God. Are you really asking me what HubSpot is? Carl, help me here. I'm, I'm You're asking me what HubSpot is. It, it, uh, marketing, cloud-based marketing. David, that's, David, that's a, it, this is the best stock in the market. Oh, you see, I didn't that's, know. That's what Hamilton told I, me. I don't watch Hamilton, the ticker. Hamilton, I was listening to Hamilton. He goes, hey, listen, how about HubSpot? I don't watch the ticker the way you do. All right. You that's do use it well. Part of your old days, I imagine, I right? Yeah. David? Key to this market, HubSpot, not J.P. Morgan. Really? I thought yeah. it was Freeport McMorgan. That was the oldest. Yeah, it was. Okay, because it's past. Anyway, can I just say that it was a great quarter? Yeah. And if they reported on Wednesday, we would see it was go to 168 next Wednesday. Uh, also got Delta, of course, uh, moving a bit lower despite posting the first quarterly profit since the pandemic. Uh, says they expect a modest current quarter loss due to higher fuel costs. As for the vaccine mandates, here's what Ed Bastian said about them earlier on Squawk. 90% vaccinated, fully vaccinated across our entire company. And those numbers continue to improve day by day. And by the time we get into November, I'm confident that number is going to be in the 95% range. So when you think about what we've done, you know, we haven't done it with a mandate. We've done it working collaboratively with our people, trusting our people to make the right decisions for themselves, respecting their decisions, but at the same time, avoiding the divisiveness of what the mandate's you know, posing to society. Uh, says that uh, revenue should be back to 2019 levels by 2023. Sees business and international having a good year next year. And certainly, Jim, as the U.S. now going to open land borders, right. uh, VAX next required, uh, that's going to help some tourism. Um, I, I, that's a better quarter than I expect from Southwest. I never thought I'd say that in a million years. Delta did better than Southwest. I also want to say to corporate America, stop using the term mandate. Start using the term required. I think required has a sense of, well, you have to do it. Mandate is a sense of Bigfoot. What do you think of it? I like it. You like it? Yeah. You know, we require Same vaccines meaning. around here. Different when, you go to, when you go to a college, well, we require meningitis. We don't say we mandate meningitis. Mandate. Mandate is jackboot. No. Required we also, is. We also require you to say? take math. Right. Required, yeah, required course. Yes. Required course. When I got to Harvard, I was required to swim 100 yards because uh, the the guy the Titanic the, the guy didn't make it to the Titanic to lifeboats we had to swim 100 yards it was required it wasn't mandated okay. right well that was back in the what the 1920s yeah well no. had they invented swimming back yeah, then that, yeah yeah the crawl yeah we did the crawl did I the crawl. did the pad the, the Australian crawl <laughs> well now we got uh, speaking of aviation a Boeing gonna man I'm sorry gonna require vaccines for their employers by well, I, 125,000 you know people, by As the way. someone who owns the stock a Boeing. for my travel trust, I require better earnings. I require better sales. You've been saying that for a long time and you still own it. Transitory. Just, do you own it in your investment club? Yes, the tra- it's transitory. When they get the China order, you the long way to China stock order. for a long time waiting. Way up big. I'm a big on it for the travel trust, the investment club. Okay. I am going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make his face, I'm going to do a little squid stuff or whatever. I'm going to make your face into a QR code. <laughs> it's you, me, and a QR code. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to watch it. I mean, a lot of the, the airline, the way in which, for example, American and South, um, Southwest 
agreed to look past the Texas law was because a lot of that is federal work, right? Federal contractor yeah, work. I don't understand. Like we have a, we truly have a federalist system. Uh, President Trump was deeply into the old days, the little states' right action, like 1948. We're a federalist system, and uh, it seems like that President Biden is just beginning to realize we're a federalist system. When he calls in the port people, that's kind of the federal government. He did not say, you know what, we got to leave that to the county of Los Angeles. I mean, no. We're starting to act like a federal government again. More Hamiltonian nonsense, by the way, if you want to go to Hamilton's grave with me. Sure. Wasn't nonsense. We've gotten away from that, and we're beginning to reclaim the notion of nationhood, which I think is important. Like, the Texas governor is so off the reservation, but nobody says it. I think they're afraid. They'd be afraid by Fox News, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, I think that we are a federal system. I guess I'm finished. Right, right. Uh, we do have some sad news this morning. Uh, the business world is mourning the loss of Hasbro CEO Brian oh. Goldner, who's died at the age of 58, just days after taking a medical leave. Hasbro did not disclose the cause of death, but Goldner had been diagnosed with prostate cancer in 2014. The company called him a visionary who, during his 13 years as CEO, transformed the toy maker by pushing it into movies and entertainment. Of course, was a very familiar right. face to our viewers. Well, mad money. Can uh, I just say, Carl, Every time he had a good quarter, I would say, great job. He goes, no, not great job, mate, great job, team. He probably talked about team more than anybody else that's ever come on the show. And I always was saying, no, but your leadership. And he goes, no, team. He is a great man. Uh, nice statement last night from uh, Viacom CBS, where he was on the board, uh, talking about how he changed this company from uh, just a toy maker into a media giant. Jeez, that acquisition was great, and he had to do it. If he was just a toy maker, it would have been... Uh, past his prime, but he had uh, he had visions. He also would talk about the fact that he was re able to revitalize a lot of the games that have been part of Hasbro's tradition. But what he mostly did was show humility, no matter how good the quarter was. God, humility is in short supply. I heard I got the call on Sunday that he that he was sick, and my, I said, "Pull over, my wife." I said, "Listen, this guy's this guy's a titan. He's a titan because he did what you always hope a CEO would do." Never say it was good because of him. Our thoughts, of course, are with uh, Brian's family and the Hasbro community. Uh, Brian Goldner, dead at 58. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
today, the White House expected to announce plans aimed at solving supply chain bottlenecks ahead of the holiday season. They include a commitment from the Port of L.A. to operate around the clock. The president also scheduled to meet this afternoon with executives from companies like FedEx, UPS, Walmart, and Depot, who are expected to announce their own expanded hours operations. There's actually a, a growing list, Jim, of, of decent supply chain news, whether it's Vietnam getting a bit better, uh, Toyota the Toyota ramp, Malaysia, uh, shipping rates on U.S.-China coming off the highs. We'll hear from Taiwan semi soon. Uh, I, I have to tell you, this was what, precisely what was needed because the labor blamed uh, the, the shippers and the railroads. The shippers and the railroad, United, Union Pacific, when they said, look, you know, if the labor worked around the clock, we'd be able to get stuff there. Uh, I understand that they have a tech, technological problem. They can't figure out where the containers are, but they can solve that. So you, know, you needed a president to come in like Harry Truman did. You needed a president to stand up and say, you know what, we can get this done. And sure enough, he he did. He's trying. Well, but He's this trying. is going to yeah. remember they work 24 seven in China. I would assume they do. What happens if they don't over there? Um, nothing don't good. ask. Nothing good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, twenty four seven would be helpful because I don't know how many ships are out there in the, in well, the harbor. Let's but get to work. There are quite a few. We see that it when James Wells me, you know what does me one of, of her great pieces. Remember for us. on the waterfront? Yes, I do. When Marlon Brando gets out, you know, because and he's why I mean, jeez, BJ Cobb was unbelievable. In that. <laughs> but when Marlon Brando gets up, mm-hmm. then. They throw the tokens, you know, and then everybody goes to work, okay? It, it's like that. Remember, that was that was actually the mob controlled yes. our ports here, right? Yes. And even, where even, are you going with this? Just Bernstein, great score. Yes, No, absolutely. I am saying that there was a control. The even late, Marie Saint, I think, also. She was fabulous yes, in that. I know. Let's Carl just keep Malden, going here. G- give Malden, me a beer. Course, How great was right, that? The, yes. I mean, now, did anyone read the book? No. Oh, my no. God. Terry Malloy dies in the book. Do not read the book. Anyway, the, I'm almost going to start giving you Charlie here in a second. Should, I can't. I could have been. I could have been. That night of the garden, that was my That night. cab scene. Now, Carl, take, before I know, i got to go to you. But what I'm saying is, is that. Charlie, he was my brother. I'm saying is, is that it was right. Someone had to stand up to labor. Someone. And uh, the president did, which was actually quite odd. Because remember how he said he's a union man? Yep, that's right. So let's focus on that. That yep. was interesting. Meanwhile, don't forget the demand side. Just don't forget, there's still an enormous amount of demand. It's one of the reasons why we have these supply disruptions Because the well. country's changed. Look at the, you know, the consumer's so strong. You know, we got to go to you, Carl, because there's someone in my ear who keeps saying it. I don't have one of these things that may have money. But now I am told, you know. Yeah, yeah yes. Uh, because at the top of the hour, uh, Jeff Bezos and Blue Origin are set to send William Shatner on a space mission along aside two astronauts and a Blue Origin executive. There's a live shot oh. getting ready on the new Shepard uh, three months after oh Bezos God. himself uh, took the trip. Could they Brennan's give him a seat? Going to watch all of this, MB. I mean, it's pretty incredible to look at these images, right? We, we currently have a hold, right? Liftoff was scheduled for 10 a.m. Eastern Sharp. Right now, the hold is about four minutes and counting. So it's poised. This latest second crewed mission by Blue Origin is poised to happen just a few minutes after 10 a.m. now. But to see images of Jeff Bezos inside an electric Rivian, which Amazon and Bezos are investors in, uh, getting ready to actually drive the four crew members of this latest all-civilian mission to the edge of space uh, is really quite something to behold. Uh, In terms of those crew members, you have William Shatner, Captain James T. Kirk, 
as he is probably best known as the original captain of the Starship Enterprise on the original Star Trek series. Uh, he is in there at 90 years old. He's poised to become the oldest person ever to fly to space. He's joined by Audrey Powers, Blue Origin's vice president of mission and flight operations. And of course, what's so notable about this from a business standpoint, guys, as we talk about this emerging space economy, two paying passengers will be on board this 11-minute suborbital flight as well today. You've got Dr. Chris uh, Bosshausen and you have Glenn DeVries, both entrepreneurs who paid for their seats, although the price is still undisclosed. Um, expectation is it's well into the six figures or potentially even into the low seven figures, but we just don't know. It does speak to the fact that Blue Origin is commercially operational when it comes to these space tourism flights. This is the second one in three months behind Bezos' own historic mission back in July. And there is one more that is expected after this. But right now we're keeping an eye. We're about six minutes delayed. Uh, and that crew is getting ready to make its way over to the launch pad in West Texas at launch site one for Blue Origin. We're going to continue to monitor this. Meantime, Morgan, uh, NASA just tweeted, William Shatner, we wish you all the best on your flight to space. You are and always shall be our friend. Uh, that's a little reference to Wrath yeah. uh, I think. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Remember when you put the earwig? Was it in Chekhov? Uh, that's one of yeah, the scariest. Scary and squid. <laughs> you, you brought that up a couple of times. Because that was one of the squares. <laughs> that was one of the scariest. The earwig. What's the great Ricardo Montalbán? That was one of the best villains ever in Star Trek. I, I agree. Can't beat Montalbán. He was Can't amazing. beat him. Can't be beat him. Uh, but, Morgan, I guess it, it does raise the question, how NASA views all of this? I think NASA is very welcoming of all of this. It's been interesting to see how the policy has changed for NASA over uh, the last decade or so. I mean, keep in mind that here in the U.S., going all the way back to the 1980s, there has been a push, and it has been in fits and starts for a variety of reasons, to see more civilians actually be able to partake in spaceflight. Uh, but these public-private partnerships that NASA has been involved in in recent years has helped to spur this entire commercial space sector that we're now seeing become reality. Uh, we're going to watch the launch with your help, Morgan, uh, in just a couple of minutes. In the meantime, we'll take a break. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. Got some interesting calls on Plug, mm -hmm. on Signet, on Constellation, on Skyworks. We'll talk Apple's production as well as Squawk on the Street continues. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Welcome back. Let's squeeze in a mad dash as we get ready for an opening bell uh, about one minute from now. Constellation Brands. There's a lot of flopping and chopping in this market. Dave goes up, very unrewarding, and there's a lot of ennui. HSBC hopes that Constellation Brands breaks out. Now, Constellation Brands does have, they've done premiumization of everything they're in. They've dropped the low-end brands, gone to the high-end brands. Uh, hard seltzer did not work out. That's a shame because that was going to be the secret to a, a really great summer. But, David, the Smidello especially, they can't even stock the stuff. There are supply chain issues in Mexico. Do you know that they own a brand called Victoria? 
What's they have called? Victoria. Victoria, yes. When they introduced Pacifico, it took America by storm. They have not even introduced Victoria yet. When they do that, you're going to get another bump up. I keep trying to push them to do Victoria. Maybe they're going to do it. Bill Newlands, very good CEO. Let's get the opening bell here. And the CNBC real-time exchange at the big board. It's the Ashford Group of Companies celebrating the recovery of the hospitality and travel industries. At the NASDAQ, celebrating an IPO, Avid Exchange, and accounts payable and payment automation provider. Um, we have not yet hit on this report, Jim, of Apple uh, trimming their wow. iPhone production. Okay, so a, a Bloomberg report, uh, Bloomberg, very trustworthy, we all know that, uh, did say that they've checked that uh, looks like suppliers, uh, Broadcom Tech Instruments, have not been able to produce as many chips. Now, the language of this is make it so Apple's not down more. People say, why isn't Apple down more? Well, because they're talking about how they cannot meet their projections. They're not talking about how uh, they have a, a, a demand problem. They have actually more of a, hey, we have too much demand. And I thought that that's why and Katie Huberty came out and basically said it, which is, come on, this is not news. It's just, there's just tremendous demand for the product. Let's move on. So uh, I did not take it as nearly negative as when the story broke down. Obviously, there'll be numbers that are cut. And numbers that are cut always send the stock down. Goldman Sachs used the opportunity once again to slag uh, Apple. They're, they're a slagger. Yep. Although, in general, uh, chips now back to the 200-day uh, on the uh, SMH, flat since January. Micron, 52-week low yesterday. Oh, Micron, real breakdown. Broadcom is protected by the dividend. Uh, I've been liking and said this to the, we sent out some bulletins to members of the club that you can't put all these, uh, these Micron is not Marvell, okay? Uh, NVIDIA and Advanced Micro are card companies, okay? They're GPU. So you're wondering why they're not going down. They're not the same. Skyworks is directly related to, to Apple. Qualcomm is, too. But, David, how about the way that they, they waited and hit people with that buyback? $10 billion. What do you think of that? Yeah. Cristiano, huh? Playing hardball. Yeah, it's a pretty big number. New stock repurchase authorization. That's already in addition to the $900 million, uh, that they had left on their previous. What do you think of that? So, you know, it's a nice number. It's a nice number. It's having a positive impact on the stock price this morning. I mean, there have been a lot of buybacks. Remember when they moved from buying NXPI to not, and they right. the stock was went increased to, the buyback stock went at to that 78. They came in there and bought a lot. Um, so it's an important part of their overall strategy in terms of capital allocation. But how about the, um, the succession there, Christian? Engineer from Malenkov. Well, Malenkov was an engineer, too. Malenkov was tight. Yes. We don't talk about him enough. Christian yes. from Brazil. I like him. You do. I like do him you like him? Yeah, I like Does him. Does that mean he's going to be a guest on Mad Money soon? Or yes, that's exactly what it means. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I picked well, up on the way you think it I'm works that transparent? Now. What do you see? I got somebody lined up tomorrow. I'm not going to say. You're not? But I'm bringing him, bringing him on home to me, as Sam Cook says. So, Mad Money, not this show? No, this show. Oh, this show. Oh, really? Wait, what? Yeah. Huh. I'm in a Zen moment. Wow. <laughs> do you know that my, my wife. Who never's watched this show didn't even know I have one. Said to me, I heard you hug David yesterday. What was that about? I said it was an affirmation that once you have vaccines, it actually means something. Unlike the rest of the country, he thinks it means nothing. She said, Were you hugging it out? Did you have a fight with him? I said, No, I was hugging to demonstrate yeah, that once you're vaccinated, you once, and if we required instead of mandated, then people say, Okay, I'm required to get Anytime that. Anytime you want to hug, I'm it's kind of like workers' comp. You know that. You're required. Yeah. 
I, I took I took a Binex now as soon as I know. Well, there's been a lot of work uh, last 24 hours on states like Texas, Tennessee, Louisiana, Hawaii, but where the cases have not rolled just rolled over, but in some cases back to cycle lows. Your tweet was the first thing I read this morning, and it was just so uh, exhilarating. I was just so excited because what you basically said is, it's over. It's That's over. what J.P. Morgan has put it like that. Effective end of the pandemic is and, how right. they put it this week. And yet everyone's so negative. We need we need like a is coach really chief. so negative? Well, the, I mean, it's yeah, not you know, about the, the pandemic. Don't it's don't about all anything. the other things we talk about I so think oil, It's supply I think chain oil issues. Peaks. It's inflation at 5.4%. It's continued demand. It's... Uh, it's a labor shortage or and or at least a complete it's, it's mismatch a in terms of people who are not wanting to work and the well, need for I'm, people I'm who do on work. That. We're working on that. Who, oh, you're working on that one yeah, too? Yeah, the 30-year. Is that taking, uh, which is first, working on the chip shortage or working on the I've got a lot shortage? to do. Carly Garner, my best chartist, said that oil has peaked 30 years. 30 years. You look at the chart this week. Huh. This week. You mean the seasonality Seasonality. This week. Right now. This week. 30 years. Well, you look at the 80. chart. WTI is below 80. Right here. It's been a right now. a move, though. Yeah. What do you do with that? What do you, do you sell Chevron? No, what do you do? Well, I like Chevron, but you I can you go do. buy, you know, that's, this is inflation. Do you know what the most important note was this morning? It wasn't Signet numbers, which I loved. And it wasn't HubSpot, which was amazing. It was a note... I read about the top, Truist, David Truist. Truist, okay, okay yes. Um, that they're calling a top in Lonerboard. Now, Lonerboard's the most sensitive commodity to an economic cycle. They're saying Westrock, PKG, IP, top, top, top. Now, if you got a top in chemicals, if you take a look at Dow Chemical, people are looking for down here. You got a top in chemicals, you got a top in Lonerboard. What you have is a top in inflation. Hmm. My father sold line of board from living. When that cycle broke, he would come home, he would just put his boxers on, go in his bedroom and slam the door after having a big bu- big glass of wild turkey. And my mother would say, don't you dare bother. Don't you dare bother, Dad. Don't you dare. That was the top of the line of board cycle. Just a little kind of death of a salesman rap. My father, had, he actually at one point had Boston and Norfolk, the same one that Lee J. Cobb had. Willie Lump. Really? Yeah. Well, I call you're, him you're not a dime a dozen? He had, no. Biff. I was Biff. You weren't happy? No, my father had the terrible territory. He was selling toys then. He sold toys, sold carpets, then he sold linerboard. Linerboard was the worst because when it peaks, boom, you're done. And that this truest call today is a call that says inflation's peaking. Oil. Attention must commodity. be paid, huh? Yes. Smile and a good. smile and a shoe shine? Yeah. We could do this all day. We can, we waterfront. can man. Waterfront. <laughs> he used to bring uh, me back like a, pl- a plastic toy. Come oh, my God. It was so it depressing. Coming. It was so depressing. I remember once he got Caesars. He sold bags of Caesars. And already so connected Lee J. Cobb and from the movie. I had to worry about well, Lee, Lee J. Cobb's in my mind. Willie Lohman. Yeah. How about uh, the 10, 12 right. Angry Men? What? How about back to, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Back to the stock market? How about Ford? How about Ford? I feel like I just want to come back to Apple because I always feel like at a $2.3 trillion market value, it's worth talking about a lot. By the way, there's also an event on the 18th. There is an event on the 18th. They're also talking about potentially uh, health Health yes, be- uh, benefit a- and making the AirPods. You know, that's a, Tim a, Cook's a, desire yeah. is yes. to have that. Posture management on, on your uh, on your AirPods. Stand up, stand up. <laughs> 
always have to act Hold like up. there's a string. Hold there's up. a string. I think I think Apple's doing so much better than people realize, but there's a let's not forget the small mindedness of the Apple analysts who will seize on this and say that it's a sign that things really aren't that good. Now, I have Tony Saganegi on at 11, 12, 1, 2, 3 after I give him the dental insurance. He's kidding. And totally. Yes. Now, Tony can run with this and say negative things. Always conclusion with just say, but you know what? Don't worry. You know, the house is burning, but don't worry. And I'm waiting for Tony to come on and say, look, this is exactly what I've been looking for, which is a cut in numbers. And then that's it. Uh, One thing we have not gotten to really is um, SAP and LVMH. Uh, raising the guidance on, on the SAP side, LVMH uh, sales up 20, fashion up 24. Are you? I mean, are we beginning to thread out these early commentaries? I think that SAP shows you once again the cloud is king. I, I had a CrowdStrike on last night, cloud security. Cloud, Octa tonight, that's more cloud security. The, moving to cloud is still an amazing theme, and we're not, I don't want to talk about what inning we're in, but you yeah. know, you know, maybe we're the, not even at the, you know, still early. the first quarter. It's very yeah. early. But LVMH... David, who's the richest man in the world? Uh, well, I believe it might be Musk, but I think Bernard Arnault is who you're talking about. And I, I, I haven't kept track, but he very well may be the richest man in the I world. I saw Bernard Arnault when I was in I'd love Italy. you to open up the 21 Club again, though, Bernard. Can you do that, please? He's the, I best miss it. he's the best. He's even better dressed than it. It was a very yeah. convenient, nice place to meet people for a drink. Just come on, man. How about poultry? Yeah, sure. Um, Fabrizio Freda and Bernard Arnault are the two best-dressed CEOs in the world. <laughs> And I think it's time that we become really frivolous and give an award to the best dress CEOs. <laughs> um, luxury, still a huge beneficiary of the China. China. What do you make of that? They haven't cracked down. No, well, and, you know, it's not just them. It's, as you say, it's, it's, uh, it's Bernard Pino also at his company. It's uh, Richemont. 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 The, do you know that Richemont is, it's, when uh, you talk with them, that is the number one gift because the communist regime doesn't mind if you have a $15,000 watch. Right. Or a $50,000 watch. Um, you can go to Hong Kong. So it is interesting to continue to see that kind of demand coming from China, which is really the fuel for so many yeah. of these luxury the, companies. So have you changed? You, did you throw out your burner phone that you were using to talk to Jack Ma in China and get a new burner phone to talk to him in Hong Kong? There are reports that Jack Ma is now in Hong Kong, which, of course, is part of China. So, right. yeah, you know, it's not that hard to get there. Today, some, no, one, no one said great things about Nike today. It's disappointing. But, of course, the stock's up anyway. The analysts cannot, you know, there's certain stocks they, they're just addicted to. They're addicted to we Nike. We did get uh, the Goldman initiation yesterday. Yeah, that was very positive. Uh, buy 172. Uh, great cash. Uh, room to expand uh, direct-to-consumer. They thought the, the sourcing concerns were overdone. Overdone. Vietnam has made a real comeback. But... Uh, that was a very disappointing quarter. So people who are in there better hope that there's a change in the direction. The United States is very strong. Um, um, I think interesting Boeing's back up after that number that came out. Where Boeing is up and you it's see up a percent for the year, which I guess is a benefit for, for you and the investment club. Uh, you talk about Plug Power? Because you still own that company. Um, talk about Plug Power. Yeah, it's fresh two-month high on Plug today. You had no. them on last night, right? Uh, two days ago, but that's, that's ago, kind. Sorry. sorry. Uh, Andy okay. Marsh is about to announce the first real long-range green hydrogen uh, truck with Renault. Uh, he's got deals with Amazon. He's got deal with with Walmart, Home Depot, and now he's got GM deal. And uh, I think green hydrogen, he's the way. Now, you need a $3 subsidy from Congress uh, in order to make this thing actually economic. It is not economic right now. But plug power, if we got a... Uh, 
one major, I've been pushing Chevron to put plug power uh, terminals at their Chevron store. That, that's failed. Yep. But BP's likely. Look at that chop. See, now that's, yeah. there's a stock that's making a comeback. Morgan Stanley yeah. uh, target is 40, uh, which would imply 35% upside. Almost they talk about legislative support. Yeah, well, know. Chuck Schumer's going to be up there. This analyst meeting is very big that he's having, mm-hmm. Andy. Remember, Andy worked at, at Lucent, and he used to say that one day the cell phone, which, if you remember, was like the size of a brick, yes. is going to be light and terrific. He was a visioner. He was a visioner. There was a brief time when Lucent was the most widely held stock, I believe. Rich McGinn. Yes, Rich McGinn. I got the call that the quarter was light. Yeah. Like everybody else did. Remember yeah, the quarter was, was a light. rough period That big Brazilian contract made it the last day. Amazing. Lucent. Um, back to J.P. Morgan, guys. It is down 1.6%. Uh, well, this is but a Along the lines that you had discussed, it, uh, yeah. it might be. Suckers uh, were paying up for it. Not, not a great market response at this point. Of course, stock's still outperforming the broader market by a good amount this year with a 28% gain. But uh, there's a look at JPM. A lot of people pay up for it when it's never worked. Why don't they just accept the consequences? No. What? You know, is there really going to be loan growth in its future? Yes. It's just that, you know, Jamie just is, a, he, he goes with the Fortress balance sheet. What we really want to hear is Fortress earnings per share. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I, I, JP Morgan is probably going to be a great buy when it gets to 270. Want to yield. <laughs> But it's just painful because people just refuse to understand. Do not pay up for J.P. Morgan. It's similar. The numbers came out, what, at 648 this morning? Yep. And already people are paying 166. But like, I was like, what are they doing? What, they know where they have a book on how to lose money? You have a guy that's like a bestseller. Um, that's Fang, how stupid that was. Fang's doing all right other than, uh, than Apple. Uh, Facebook obviously was down yesterday, although it didn't end hit some lows during the course of the day. What, what's the shaking of the finger mean? I am telling you that that Facebook advisory board, Yeah. you know, they're, they're interviewing the whistleblower. And the Facebook advisory board, if you look at it, they're not owned by Zuckerberg. The guy, the chief guy is a... But, but they just make proposals, don't they? They don't, they're it'll not be, binding. I, I think that's going to change. So they can tell Zuckerberg, this is what we recommend, but he doesn't have to listen. I, no. Danish prime minister. I'm not, not sure what leverage they'd have over uh, we're gonna super make, owner. No, we're going to make 58% voting control. I'll tell you what we're going to do. What are we going to do? We're going to give them more leverage. We are. Yeah, by saying, listen, this is it. These people are so distinguished. They are so good. And they have to be listened to. Did you see this one? Retired 10th Circuit appellate judge. Have you seen Nobel laureates? What, are you going to say no to them? This is it. This is the line in the sand. When they come down and, and you know, now it's not Moses with, with Dothan. He's not Dothan. Remember Dothan? Who played Dothan? No. <laughs> Edward G. Robinson. Oh, Edward, oh, that's my line. Yeah, well, that's why I said yeah, Sorry. Because you can imitate him. That's why I did it. Go ahead. Did, Everything did. got down, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am telling you that this is a heavyweight group. Uh, uh, McConnell, Judge McConnell is the head of it. So you Professor think that Zuckerberg will actually be forced to listen to the recommendations of this all-star group of? I'm of putting people. my neck. I'm putting my neck in in the guillotine and saying yes. Now, if he pulls it off and he does you know, Marie Antoinette to me or something, that'd be difficult. Uh, especially when I have this really nice tie on. Yeah, it's beautiful. You like that kid tie? Yeah, I do. Well, you got, you've got two suits on. I never understand that outfit. This is a this is a Zane action. 
But, uh, yeah, I think he's going to listen. And I think he's going to listen because if you look at the makeup and you can Google the makeup, these people are the they're such hitters that if he doesn't listen to them, he's making a major mistake. And and, you know, we're going to break the tablets. Well, it definitely bounced right off the uh, the 200 day uh, back to 325 Uh, market, though, has gone into the red on the Dow. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. Yeah, a little bit in some of the other sectors as well. Banks uh, in general. Uh, take a look at the uh, at the, the sectors for this morning. We had a little bit of a wobbly pre-open because everyone had a hard time trying to figure out how to interpret the CPI. Is it really inflationary? Is it not? It was kind of in line, but yields moved up and then back down. A little tough to figure that out this morning. But as you can see here, materials up, tech doing well. Banks down. That is very typical. Banks tend to move down as you head into earnings season. Normal pattern there. Energy, though, has been another big momentum uh, uh, leader uh, down a little bit today, but it's had an incredible run. Bottom line is earnings season is beginning, and I got good news and bad news for you. The good news is Demand is terrific. Across the board, companies keep saying, we've got plenty of customers out there. Here's the bad news. You've heard about all the supply chain disruption. It's very serious. We've had commodity and labor inflation. On top of that, we've got some China growth feared. You throw it all together. There's a little bit of a problem because of these issues here. The, the 20 or so companies that have reported before the banks have reported, they've been a little more cautious, and it's been a little bit tougher. The magnitude of earnings beats are not as strong as earlier in this year. So we've had about 21 companies reporting, excluding J.P. Morgan this morning. Their average beats have been 11 percent. Now, historically, that's pretty high. Usually it's 3 to 5 percent. But the past few quarters, we've had 18 to 20 percent beats. So they're not beating by as much. That's one problem. The second problem is those early reporters, those 21 companies, they're not providing guidance that is as strong as the last quarter. So the analysts aren't raising estimates as aggressively as they were in prior quarters. So that's going to be a big issue. Now, what everybody is watching, the most important thing for the S&P 500 is what the operating margins are going to be. We have had record operating margins north of 13 percent this year. Now, right now, and uh, this is an estimate for the second quarter, it's about 12.6 percent. So it's down a little bit. But don't kid yourself. These are still very, very high numbers. The historic average going back 30 years, about eight eight and a half percent. We have been inching up for a long time and we've been at that 13 percent level for a number of years now. So it's not clear how long we're going to be able to sustain that. Twelve percent, twelve and a half percent still would be pretty good overall. The important thing about, uh, I think, today, what happened with BlackRock, the big story here is iShares and the money that keeps going in. Larry Fink made the greatest deal of the century when he bought iShares, essentially the iShares company, from uh, from Barclays in 2009, it was $13.5 billion. The money he has added because of that deal, probably the greatest deal he ever did, has been extraordinary. But even here, and I'm just looking at the, uh, in the long-term flows for this quarter alone, into the ETF business, and that's iShares, $58 billion. This is mostly reflecting money going into passive uh, index investment. There is active management that's still there, but it's mostly passive. Uh, and the retail flows are still continuing, institutional flows, Essentially, it's all about the inflows here and all about that money that keeps going into the ETF business. Larry Fink, one of the great deals of the century. BlackRock, by the way, has been a great performer. It's up 125% since the March 2020 bottom. That's beaten the S&P 500. It's up about 100%. Great showing again by Larry Fink and company. Carl, back to you. All right, Bob. Thank you, Bob Pisani. We are keeping our eye on the Blue Origin flight. I think we've got the, uh, the astronauts and passengers, Morgan, headed to the pad. 
They are now headed to the pad. We had seen that hold uh, because the engineers at Blue Origin were working on the vehicle readiness for the rocket and that new Shepard capsule. Uh, that took a little more time than expected, so we're now less than 42 minutes from expected liftoff for this latest all-civilian uh, flight to the edge of space. And you, you can see, Carl, I mean, they're driving, the astronauts are driving, Bezos is with them, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Blue Origin. Uh, the, the four astronauts are driving out to the launch pad. Uh, this is launch site one. This is in West Texas, where there's not a whole lot other than tumbleweeds, tarantulas, and in the case of this particular site, <laughs> rocket scientists. And it's poised to be the latest historic Mission. I feel like I've been saying that a lot this year where commercial spaceflight is concerned, but with William Shatner on board at 90 years old, he is poised to become the oldest person to fly to space. And it does speak to the opening up of spaceflight more broadly, albeit to people that maybe have deep pockets or, or, or close relationships with po people that have deep pockets, uh, but the opening up of, of space to more people, uh, more civilians. Carl. All right, Morgan, uh, we're going to watch it uh, in, uh, as our eyes are all over West Texas. As we go to break, time for the bond report. Uh, we did get up to about 159 or so this morning, backing off just a touch now. I think we got the 10-year back to 154, 155. And with that, uh, we got the Dow back down 77 and the S&P just a shade below 43.50. Be right back. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. We're thinking always about where did the workers go? It's a theme for us. And I believe that one of the problems is productivity has made it so a lot of workers. Hey, we don't need you. Workday this morning. Davidson starts with a buy. Workday is, and Neil Bushry has done a remarkable job. They were usually human capital. But now this theory is that the financial hub that they're doing, the silo, is good. Watch Workday. Workday is a sign like SAP, uh, uh, like Okta, which I have on tonight, like Salesforce, these are companies, ServiceNow, that basically make it so you can do more with less. And, and I think that's a continual theme. When labor gets expensive, you bring in these companies. Yeah. So let's watch this. Uh, CRM, just a shade below an all-time high Incredible. Again and, Mar you know, Mark Benioff, I don't, do not think he's going anywhere. That's a, I mean, I'm hit that with that every day. He's going somewhere. Well, yeah, he's taking, taking his plane and going somewhere. But Where would he be going? Where do what? people think he might be going? They have no answer because he's not going anywhere. Okay. He's not. You know, he's friends with uh, David Blaine. David Blaine? Yeah. And he once had me so, so Blaine slips So David up. Blaine will make him go into thin air? What? I, no, I mention it because it's for no reason whatsoever, actually. <laughs> David Blaine is incredibly funny. I mean, he's so up Dr. Oz. No, yeah, Dr. Oz so up the lips of someone who doesn't, I wouldn't mention. And it turned out the ace of spades was in the guy's mouth, and, and Blaine knew it because I had put the ace of spades in. He, there was no way he saw it. How did he know the ace of spades was in the yep, guy's mouth? Yep. How? I don't know. Isn't there that, that great viral video where he's doing a trick at Harrison Ford's kitchen and Ford says, get out of my house. He's so freaked out by the trick. Is that true? Yeah, that's a good one. He was doing a trick and I told him my dog died and he stopped doing the trick. He loves dogs. <laughs> uh, Jim, we're going to keep our eye on uh, Blue Origin here. I mean, how do you draw the line between something like this and, I don't know, few investable opportunities in space? Is I this did. just vanity here? It is. I think it is it vanity. Is. One day it might not be, but it is vanity now. I'm not saying it's... But look, hey, maybe it's the Wright brothers, and if we were doing our show back then, we would have said, hey, wait a second, there's a couple guys in uh, North Carolina doing some interesting things. Well, the Wright, Wright brothers had no money and right? no education. Well, yeah. yeah. A couple bicycle shop guys. 
True. Although getting to space is expensive. So. It is. It is I'm very expensive. That That's we why should, it's we should financed it. by two of the wealthiest people in the world. Uh, it is a vanity of the rich people. It is. But, but they're not killing is, the poor people. There is an this. enormous potential opportunity here in terms of so many different things that are going into space. I mean, it's we didn't even talk about, about CRISPR. It's not just about space tourism that we're looking at here. It's no, it's so very, much it's more very exciting. That. But it's a, uh, a little bit prurient. Rich people prurient. We used to go to art museums. Now we look at it. It launches. I could look at a launch all day long. We used to stop. Remember when we used to stop to watch John Glenn take off? Well, no, I don't remember that. Oh, he wasn't born. Yeah, I don't remember that. That was 63. We all wanted to be astronauts. Yeah. What do you guys want? What kids, what do you want to do when you grow up? Astronaut! Astronaut! <laughs> I mean, to replace firefighter. Astronaut! We all wanted to be astronauts. That lasted a while. We might get there again. Who I knows? know. Who knows? Maybe the three of us Shatner. will go up one of these days. I mean, come on, Shatter. I always like just for the the trivels and the, the cement galoshes. You do the first show from space. How about that? Mad well, Dash from space. I can't even get a show done in San Francisco. Now I'm going to get one in space? <laughs> How's COVID up there? David, the Xilinx AMD, you got to work on it. All right. <laughs> we'll see you tonight. Yeah. Uh, Mad Money 6 p.m. When we come back, we're going to watch Shatner and the liftoff as the Dow's down 150. Don't go away. You've been listening to The Opening Bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.